real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast. Be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah St. John, and my guest today is known as the Money Mentor. Welcome to the show, Stephen Nagy. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, can you tell us a little bit of your background and how you got into this area? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I grew up in a small little town in Southwest Virginia and, and moved to South Florida, Southwest Florida over to the Fort Myers area when I was out of college and didn't really know what I was going to do. And uh, met a guy that had just retired from American Express Financial Advisors. And I always uh, kind of liked the idea of finance and money, even though I knew nothing really about it at the time or investing. And so he said, you should check it out. So I, I went and uh, went through a bunch of different steps and hoops. And at the end of the day, I ended up becoming a licensed personal financial advisor, been in 66 and all that good stuff and worked with Ameriprise financial advisors for a couple of years. It was an interesting experience and I could probably talk to you all day just about that experience, but long story short, I at one point was invited to attend one of those real estate seminars that you always see on TV and things like that, you know, learn how to come become a millionaire in real estate investing. So it sounded interesting. So my cousin and I went to one of those free seminars and a lot of the stuff that the speaker at the front of the room was saying was stuff that kind of started to resonate with me. He was talking about entrepreneurship and, and real estate investing and being able to go out there and control your destiny and, 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 you know, the more effort you put in, the more successful you can be and, and things like that. I really like that messaging. So cousin and I decided to um, further our education and, and learn a little bit more about real estate investing. So started getting into that business and doing several deals. And that one thing led into another where we had an opportunity to go out and start teaching real estate investment education and training. So when I got out and started traveling the country, I was in my mid twenties at the time I was single. You know, I was free and I was like, Hey man, somebody's going to teach me to go talk about something that I'm already doing right now. And, and let me travel around the country. So somebody coming from small town, Virginia in the middle of nowhere was like, Hey, let's go do this. You know? So I'm flying to California and Vegas and, and Texas and all these other places that probably I would have never been able to go to. And, and that was a lot of fun. But then I learned that I really loved working with people and I really learned, love teaching and I really loved hearing what other people's stories were and, and helping them solve their problems. And I think ultimately that's kind of what drew me to becoming a financial advisor initially was the fact that I was able to work with other people and looking back on it now, I think that makes a lot of sense. So for the years, I just got more and more involved with the training, the consulting, the education, more, more involved with businesses. I've started multiple business now. I've sold multiple businesses now. I own and operate a couple of businesses uh, today. And so it's just become a big part of my life as far as, you know, entrepreneurship and, and business and investing. And, and over the years, I've faded a little bit away from, you know, you kind of learn in life what you like, right? And, and what you're good at. And, and if you can combine what you enjoy doing with what you're good at, you can create a pretty cool life, right? So I learned that I really like the people side of the business. I really like the money side of the business. So over the last several years, I've faded away from doing as much active real estate, and I've gotten a lot more involved in the passive side of real estate investing and the passive side of how money works. So what we do now today, you know, kind of fast forwarding to 2022, is now, you know, I, I help run a, a program called Money School and the Money Multiplier. And 
everything that we do all day, every day is teaching people how to take back control of their money and solve their money problem, regardless of what that money problem is. So kind of a, a long story there, but it's kind of my journey over the last 14 or 15 years and how I've been able to uh, now talk to people all day, every day about money. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about when you say take back control of your money. Can you give some examples of what you're referring to? When you look back at life, you know, what you're told to do your entire life, you know, we, you hear a lot of people that are like, invest in your 401k, you know, go to work your nine to five job and climb the corporate ladder and all that stuff, right? So let's just start with the 401k thing. First off, you know, people are starting a new job. They have a million things going on. Then you get called into the HR office and they're like, hey, would you like this insurance? Would you like this retirement package? It's this 401k. We're going to match. It's like, okay, well, I didn't really learn about investing in 401ks in college or anything. So, well, what is this thing? Well, it's a place you can put some money, you know, after a certain amount of time, we'll start matching the money that you put in there and it's going to sit in there. It's going to grow until you, you know, get to retirement age. And then at that age, you can pull that money out and you don't have to pay taxes on it now. So it's a wonderful thing and, and all this. So it sounds good when you're young and you don't know anything about money and investing and how life works. Right. So a lot of people kind of get stuck in that. But if you think about what a 401k is, first off, the taxes, right? We're not paying taxes now, but when do you pay taxes with a 401k? In retirement later on. Well, what do taxes seem to do every single year? It seems like taxes are always doing what? They're always going up, right? So we're putting off paying taxes on something now to pay them later. But if taxes are always going up and then... Then we need to look at, okay, well, what about inflation, right? Inflation's hot right now in the news. It's running hotter than it's ever ran in my lifetime. It's something that I don't think is going away anytime soon. So, you know, we're giving up control of our money, putting it in these vehicles where other people control it for us. And we have no way to actually control and keep up and beat inflation and stuff like that, because we have these indexes or these, these different funds that we can invest in in our 401ks. So we're just, we're taught from a very young age just to give up control of all that, you know? And then what else do they tell us? Well, you know, save your money. Well, where are you saving your money? 99% of people save their money in a traditional savings account at Wells Fargo or Chase Bank or whatever the case might be. Well, what kind of interest is paid in savings accounts these days? 0.01% if you're lucky, right? So there's no growth. So we have inflation at 9%, 8.5%. We're getting zero in our savings. So we're losing money. It's just, we're giving up control of this stuff. And so then they tell you, well, go invest in, in, in the stock market and diversify. Diversify, that's the word, right? Well, you're diversifying in a bunch of different companies, but what do those companies do when markets go up or down? And this is a great example. The Dow just today fell almost 5%. The S&P fell 4.5%. Like we saw these huge drops. And that wasn't one company. That was your entire diversified portfolio that is dropping like a rock right now. So, you know, we're giving up all this control and we're never taught how to take our money. So what we do at the money school is we teach different strategies on how to take back control of that money. So for example, with that 401k, maybe you have an old 401k from an old job or an IRA that you started years ago or something like that. Well, we teach you how to do what's called self-direct that retirement account. So you're moving that money where you're not paying taxes, you're not paying penalties, there's no fees or anything like that. You're just moving it and taking control of it in this self-directed retirement account. Now, when it's in a self-directed retirement account, I can do whatever I want with that money. I can go buy crypto. 
I can go buy real estate. I can do private money lending. I can invest in my business. I can invest in my friend's little startup business. I can control that money as long as it's something that the IRS allows. There are some things like collectibles that they don't, but for most things I'm able to now invest with my retirement funds. Or how about this, Sarah? You can see on my hat right now, if you're watching the video, BYOB. So this is what we call become your own banker. And so what we teach is instead of putting your, all your money in Wells Fargo or Chase banks and using banks that way, you're going to become the bank. Because let me ask you this. If you owned a restaurant, Sarah, where would you go or take friends to eat at your restaurant? Right. Right. Yeah. Or if you owned a hair salon or a gym, where would you get your hair cut or where would you go work out? At my at gym, gym, right. Or at your own hair. So obviously, right. So if you owned your own bank, where would you do all your banking? My own bank. At your own bank, right? Why don't you own a bank yet? Well, it's not something that we're taught how to do. So what we do is we teach something called the infinite banking concept and teach you how to become your own banker. Where now, instead of putting your money in these savings accounts, we're putting it into a vehicle where we're taking advantage of something called uninterrupted compounding interest, which you guys know Albert Einstein, right? So Einstein said this best. He said about compounding interest, it's the eighth wonder of the world. Those who understand it, earn it. Those who don't pay it. Mm. So would you rather be earning uninterrupted compounding interest or paying it, right? So we teach you how to take back control, take advantage of uninterrupted compounding interest while simultaneously using that money. This thing's basically like a savings account on steroids is the best way to say it. So we teach you to take what you already have and, and the best stuff of what we teach is you never have to work any harder. You're never going to have to work any longer. You're never going to have to take on any more risk. We're just changing where your money is flowing first before it goes out to what you're already doing. So in essence, you know, those are kind of some of the couple of the little strategies that we start to teach you on how to take back control of your money. Oh, wow. Okay. What are some ways that you can do that then? Like be your own banker and, you know, direct your money in certain ways. When we look at taking control of our money, we literally look at four different buckets of where your money resides right now, right? Most people will have a cash bucket. This is money that you have, you're paying your everyday bills, expenses, things like that with. People might have a bucket of like a line of credit. So if you own a home and you bought that home a year or two or longer ago, odds are you have equity built up in your home. So first off, let's look at where your money is right now. So for instance, if you have equity in your home right now, a lot of people don't realize this, but you can tap into that equity, right? So if you bought your home for $250,000 and it's worth $500,000 right now because the market's gone crazy, well, we have at least $150,000 in equity that's available to you. Well, a lot of people don't realize you can tap into that equity and put that money to work for yourself. So right now, if you own a home, Sarah, worth $500,000, you owe two fifty dollars on it, but you weren't aware of this technique, then you're like, hey, I got a bunch of equity in my home. I only owe two fifty dollars on this thing. Someday when I sell it, I'm going to cash out. I'm going to have all this money and it's, it's great, right? But what goes along with appreciation is more taxes, higher insurance. So home can really be looked at as a liability. A lot of people want to think of their home as an asset, but most people's homes, 90% of the time, those homes are liabilities. They're pure costs going out the window, unless we can tap into it and do it the right way. Do you know Robert Kiyosaki? Yes, I do. Have you read any of Robert's books? Uh-huh, Rich right. Dad. So I'm a huge fan of Robert Kiyosaki. 
Yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad is one of the books that really, really got me onto my journey and the opportunity when I was doing a lot of training and consulting to work side by side with Robert and speak on some stages with him and, and, and be involved with some of his training. So I love what he teaches. And Robert talks a lot about the stuff that we teach also. So Robert says this, you know, house can become a, is a liability unless we use it in a specific way where we're tapping into this. So if you have that equity available, well, why not go open up what's called a home equity line of credit? or do a home uh, home equity agreement. And now we're now we have access to that $150,000 in equity. Once we have access to that money, what can we do with that money? Well, we're going to want to use that money to make more money. Because keep this in mind, money sitting still is losing. It's doing nothing for you and it's losing to inflation right now. Money in motion is always going to be m- making more money. So we want to constantly have our money out there. We like calling them little army men, right? Little green army men. So our little green army men, our little dollars, we always want to deploy out there into the battlefield to make more money for us. So the more dollars that we can send out there to make more money for us, the more wealth we're going to be able to create in the long term. So if I can tap into otherwise, right now, I just, in my home right now, like in my attic, in the walls, in the two by fours, that's just the house. But if I can tap into that and have $150,000 that I can send out there that I can use, what can I do? I can start a new business with it. I can go out there and I can use it for marketing in my existing business so I can light a fire under my business and blow it up. I can do passive investing with it. So we do a lot of what's called private money lending, which I can talk about later, but we do a lot of private money lending where I take my $150,000, I give it to one of the real estate investors that I know that's going to use it in a real estate deal in a first lien position. So my money's protected by that hard asset, by that piece of real estate. So it's protected by that, but he's going to pay me 12% annual returns uh, for me to lend him his money. So now my $150,000 is out there paying me at 12%. That would be a thousand, about $1,500 a month. I now have coming in every single month, $1,500 a month for doing nothing, passive income by tapping into the equity in my home and lending it out through a private money deal that's protected by asset to somebody that I know. So we can start looking at where is your money already and how can we get that money to work? And then those other two buckets are very, very important as well. So the other bucket would be the retirement account money. So that's what I was talking about before. Do you have an old 401k? Do you have an IRA now? Um, are you contributing to a 401k? Let's say you're in an active job that you have. Maybe you're putting 15% into that thing. Well, why? That's a lot you're putting into a 401k to give up control of. Maybe you drop that down to the match of 3% or 6%, take that balance and let's redeploy that somewhere else, right? So if you have that, or if you have the old 401k or IRA, let's self-direct that money so we can take control of it because that's money that's already available to you. You're just not using it right now for what you want to use it for. You're doing what they told you to do with it diversify the stock market, put in the funds or the indexes or whatever. And then the fourth bucket would be our privatized banking. So once you learn about becoming your own banker and what we call the infinite banking concept, now we're going to be able to start taking money from the savings, maybe the equity, not the retirement money, but the other places that we're already putting money. And we're going to start creating our private bank. And once we start creating our private bank, it's going to allow us to do all kinds of stuff with our money. So when it comes to the infinite banking concept and becoming your own banker. There's really three ways that we can use these policies to maximize their efforts, okay? And I could talk a little bit more about them. At the end of the day, though, the money that goes into these policies, it starts compounding 
into these accounts. It starts compounding and growing uninterrupted by law for the rest of your life. It's guaranteed as well, okay? But simultaneously, the power of this is we can use that money while it's compounding over here, uninterrupted, tax-free, guaranteed. We can use that money for other stuff. So what we do is we start looking at, okay, what do you now have going on? Do you have any debts? Okay, maybe you've ran up a little credit card debt during the pandemic, or maybe you just started a business and you use business credit cards or personal credit cards to get that thing going. So now you got a little debt from that, or maybe you just blew money and you, you ran up the debt. It happens easy, right? I mean, it happens to me sometimes where like, I look at my wife and I'm like, oh, how do we spend all that money on our credit cards this month, right? So it happens, right? So whatever the case might be, maybe you have some debt. So what we can do is we can use our new banking system to not only start growing our wealth, but simultaneously start paying that debt down. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start taking your everyday debts and expenses and turning those into savings, turning that into wealth for you for down the road. Or maybe you wanna use your policy, you don't have a lot of debt right now, but we can show you how to get every single dollar back for every car that you'll ever buy, drive, and own. Because let me ask you this. I mean, do you ever buy new cars? No, the last car I bought was pre-owned. Well, not new cars, but even used cars, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you got to buy a car, right? You gotta have, mm. Yeah, I mean, you have to have uh, transportation. So on average, people buy new cars, whether they're used or brand new every five to six years, that's the average. So we can teach you how to start taking back that money. So all this interest that, and all this money you're giving out to everybody else. Like I said, if you own the bank, wouldn't you come to yourself for that money? So we show you how to use a system to literally get back every single dollar for every car you'll ever buy, drive and own for the rest of your life. Or maybe you want, you're in a position in life where you're starting to grow your wealth. Maybe you just started a new business. Maybe you're getting into investing like real estate or something like that. So we can show you how to use this new bank that you now own, your own personal bank, to start funding this business, to start funding these projects to where we have control of the money and we're able to use that to go out there and do what we want in life. So there's several different ways to do that. So what we do is we start looking at where's your money, how do we start taking control of that, and how do we start really... And this stuff, I, I don't want to overcomplicate it by any means. This is very easy to do. It's just a matter of a little bit of education, having a call or two with myself or one of our money mentors and uh, starting to implement. I mean, that's really what it's all about, right? Question about the um, equity line of credit. So when you take one of those out, I assume there's an interest rate associated with it, right? Okay. Absolutely. And it usually pretty low to where whatever you use that money for, you're going to be making more off the money than the amount that you're paying on the interest rate. Yeah, absolutely. And that's key right there. We call it the spread. So the spread is very important when it comes to business, when it comes to investing, when it comes to all numbers. So we're, we always operate off of the spread. So if I'm borrowing money from my HELOC at let's say 5%, and I'm lending it out on a real estate deal at 12%, I now have 7% spread that I'm making that's pure profit, right? Just by tapping into that. So yeah, you're absolutely right on that. Now, there are other strategies that we can look at. So there's a product out there available called a home equity agreement. And what a home equity agreement does is there's, a, there's companies out there that will share in your equity of your home now, and then they're gonna share in future profits. So what that means is they're gonna give you um, access they basically give you the cash now of the equity in your home with the understanding and the contract of you're going to pay them back, not now through interest, 
or not now through monthly payments, but in the long run, when you sell your house or refinance your house down the road, that's when they're going to cash out. So in that case, I'm going to have 100% access to the equity in my home and whatever I do with it, it's 100% profit. So there's no spread there. It's just all profit. So there's different ways to tap into that equity. Or if we're looking to start a business, right? If we are, you know, going to go out there and we need startup money for a business, well, four or 5% in a HELOC is typically less than what an unsecured business line of credit might be or something like that. So in that case, we want to look at what are those interest rates and what are they, you know, what's the best way to do that. But if you're investing in a business, hopefully you have a goal of making over that 5% you're paying, let's say in the HELOC, you know, at least in the long term where you're, you're recouping that money. So it gives you the capital you need now to do what you need with the understanding that, yeah, there's a, there's a cost to that money. Okay. And then with the HELOC, is that considered debt then? Like would that on your credit report or whatever, or is that kind of a whole different thing? Yeah. So a line of credit is going to, going to, you know, it's going to be a revolving line of credit that, that shows up. So it typically isn't going to hurt anything. You know, we have, you know, multiple lines of credit. It's a very common thing. So it's, it's not something that's, that will hurt your credit by any means. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And then, cause I've never really thought about doing a HELOC before, but. It's good to know that that would be an option if I needed that cash for something. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great way to look at it is like, would an extra $500 a month help you, right? It's not going to make you rich. It's probably not going to change your life. But if you have $500 a month, I mean, that'll make most people's car payment, right? Just to, just as an example. Mm -hmm. So if I could tap into a hundred thousand dollars in equity in my property right now, let's say I'm borrowing that money at 5%. I lend it out on a passive money deal, which is very easy to do. It might take me 30 minutes to underwrite the deal and do the paperwork. Um, and let's say I lend out $100,000 at 12%. The way that private money loans work is you're going to receive interest-only monthly payments during the term of that loan. So in this case, $100,000 at 12% will be $1,000 a month coming in. So if I have $1,000 a month coming in and I'm paying my HELOC off, which a HELOC is going to be interest-only repayments as well. So let's say the HELOC repayment is about 450 bucks. I now have $550 that I've generated after I cover the cost of the money that I've tapped into the equity in my home. Again, that was otherwise just doing nothing for me. I now have my home making my car payment for myself. What's wrong with that? And so that's kind of what you're referring to when you're saying like, you know, basically get your money back on a car is that you could use money from other, like a home equity line of credit or from an IRA or something like that to fund the car basically, or make the payment. Yeah, it's a different strategy. So, so when we're talking about getting every dollar back for every car you'll ever buy, drive and own, that's part of what we teach with in banking concepts. So we're talking about that privatized banking policy. Remember we have cash. We have mm -hmm. lines of credit, like a HELOC, we have retirement money, and then we have our privatized banking system. So mm -hmm. the privatized banking system, it's something that a lot of people haven't heard about. So the godfather of this, it's been around for over 200 years. Some of the wealthiest families, the Rockefellers have wrote a lot about it. The JPs, the Morgans, the Chases, Jim Harbaugh takes a huge salary from it. He's a head football coach in the Michigan Wolverines. Ray Kroc initially helped fund the beginning of McDonald's using this strategy. Walt Disney actually used this strategy to fund Disneyland when nobody would finance him. He financed himself with his banking policies. So this is a strategy that's been around for many, many, many years, over 200 years. There's a guy named R. Nelson Nash. So I would recommend this book to anybody that wants to learn more about this. R. Nelson Nash, there's a book called Becoming Your Own Banker. 
It's one of the one of the top books I'll recommend on the infinite banking concept, and that'll show you a foundation. Now, my business partners, Chris Noggle and Brent Kessler, wrote an updated version of that called Mapping Out the Millionaire Mystery. And Sarah, I'm happy to share a copy of that book for free with all of your viewers and listeners, if you want me to send it over to you, but I could send you a couple other really powerful resources. But one of the things, if you really want to dig into the infinite banking concept, what we did is we put together a 90 minute video. Now, 90 minutes, when I first heard, I got to listen to a 90 minute, I don't have a short, I have a short attention span. So I'm like, I don't want to listen to it a 90 minute video. I've heard all these trainings before, right? But listen, when I watched this 90 minute video, it went just like that. I mean, the information is jam packed and you're gonna be like, holy, how did I never learn about this before? So I can send you these resources if you wanna, you know, people wanna learn more about that. And then I'm happy to hop on calls. So we do consultations all day, answer questions, clarify, help strategize. Hey, is this right for you? Is this a good concept? And and how can we implement this in your life right now to help you fund your new business? How can we implement this to use for marketing in your business where you can start throwing some fire, some gasoline on that thing and really blow it up and take it to the next level? So this is all stuff that we, we, we teach and we talk about. So when it comes to that infinite banking concept, the way that it works is when you put your money into this, it's going to start taking advantage of that compounding interest we were talking about earlier. And it gives you something what's called uninterrupted compounding interest. So what we're able to do is we're able to take money out of this account while it's compounding and growing for you and use that money to let's say purchase a vehicle. And then what we're gonna do is just like if we were to borrow a money from a traditional bank like Wells Fargo, we would always pay the bank back, right? So we wanna be an honest banker. So when we borrow money from our own bank, we're going to want to pay ourselves back also, right? So what we do is we're going to borrow the money from our from our account while it's in there compounding and growing, and then we're going to pay ourselves back. But because of the uninterrupted compounding growth over this time span of the money that we used to purchase that car, we end up recouping all of the money that we spent to purchase that car with. And, and we get into more exactly what that looks like. And I show you a physical. So when you watch that 90 minute video, that example is in there. And I promise you, it'll make a lot more sense when you visually see it. And I go into a little bit more details with it, but yeah, essentially that's how it works. And it's, again, it's been around for over 200 years and it's a very, very, very powerful financial strategy that's used by the wealthiest. Let, let me ask you, ask you this, Sarah, one, one question. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you know about banks. But banks are very interesting to me. So a lot of what we do is not original. I'll, I'll admit that right now. We haven't created a lot of these concepts these that we teach, but we're very good at researching, studying, and mimicking what very successful people and companies and, and industries do. So we, a lot of what we teach and talk about is just mimicking what some of the wealthiest individuals in this country do every single day. We just have been able to do it in a way where it doesn't matter where you're starting financially right now. You could be $50,000 in debt, Barry, getting by, or you could have millions of dollars already in the bank. This strategy and concept will work for you. So we've been able to take it to a level where it'll work for anybody at almost anybody and everybody. Okay. So we've been able to really kind of take it down to that level where we can help a lot of people. And something that I think is very, very important to understand is it doesn't matter where you're starting right now financially. But the important part is you're starting, right? One of my favorite quotes is, it doesn't matter what your resources are now, it's how resourceful you can be. Because I can teach you strategies if you're $50,000 in debt, 
how to get out of that debt much quicker than otherwise possible and set yourself on a positive financial track. Or I can teach somebody with millions of dollars how to protect that money, how to create predictable, consistent income for the rest of their lives and achieve their goals. Because whether you have somebody that's 50,000 in debt or several million dollars in, in the bank, odds are that person has money problems. Now those money problems are different. Don't get me wrong. Their money problems are different, but they have money problems. So what we do is we figure out how to solve those money problems using these different strategies and these different concepts. And so the infinite banking concept of becoming your own banker is just a very solid strategy that almost anybody can use to be able to do this stuff. Wow. That's awesome. And the resources you were mentioning is there like a particular link to go to for that? Yeah, so there, there's a couple links and I can send them to you if you want to put them out there. But you can go to chrisnoggle.com. That's my business partner. We do a lot on that website right there. So it's C-H-R-I-S-N-A-U-G-L-E.com, chrisnoggle.com. You can go to themoneymultiplier.com. So themoneymultiplier.com. That's all about the infinite banking concept and becoming your own banker. And then we're all over YouTube. So if you go on YouTube at the Chris Noggle or at Money School TV, I'm just typing Money School TV. Those are our two YouTube channels. We do um, six live streaming free webinar trainings every single week that range from an hour to two hours long. So we do one every Monday, every Tuesday, three every Wednesday, and one every Thursday. So we're constantly putting out live trainings that you can hop on and join the discussion. We call it our campfire. So just getting around the campfire because Trust me, I understand that everything that I'm saying here right now to you is probably like, what is this guy talking about? Like, I've never heard of this stuff before. This is, so there is a mindset shift involved. There's a mindset and mindset is a lot of this. Let me ask you this. Have you ever watched a, a YouTube video, Sarah, called the backwards bicycle? Mm -mm. Okay. You got to Google it afterwards or yeah. uh, go on YouTube and type in the backwards it's like a seven and a half or eight minute long video. But what this guy did is he, he took a bicycle essentially. And what they did is they reversed the way that the handlebars operate. So a typical bicycle, you know, when you turn one way, you go one way. When you turn the other way, you go the other way. Everybody learns how to bicycle, ride a bicycle as a kid. And if you don't ride a bicycle for many, many years, you hop on one. Guess what? You remember how to do it, right? You, you never mm -hmm. forget how to ride a bicycle. Well, to come to find out when you reverse how a bicycle works, it's nearly impossible for your brain to forget the old way of riding a bicycle and learn the new way of riding a bicycle. And this video shows all of that and they get into it and it's really, really cool. It's a really neat example, but it, it, it's exactly what we deal with every single day because you've been told your whole life these lies, invest in the 401k, save the money, diversify in stocks, take advantage of, you know, do this and do that and, you know, work the job and all that stuff. And it just doesn't work anymore. I mean, the social security administration tells us that if you take a hundred people, only five people at retirement age will be able to retire the lifestyle and the way that they want to. 95% of people in the richest country in the world with the most opportunity in the world are not able to retire. So that tells me that people work their entire lives being told to do something. And when they get to the end, they're not able to accomplish what they want to accomplish. That 
that's sad to me. And a lot of that is mindset. So we got to start changing the way we think. So that video right there is a great example of that. So hopping on these webinars, these trades, listening to podcasts like yours are so very, very important for entrepreneurs, for business owners, for people that know, hey, there's more out there. It's stuff that I can do to make myself more successful. It's just, I'm not getting it from my job. I'm not getting it from my family. I'm not getting it from the people that I've always surrounded myself with. So things like masterminds, things like live events, networking, this stuff is just important. Wow. Well, I really appreciate all your insight and I'll actually have links to everything you mentioned, including that backwards bicycle clip at the sarahsaintjohn.com forward slash money mentor. Well, awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time today. Yeah, absolutely, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. And I love talking about this stuff. So if any of your listeners or followers or members or friends or clients, you know, I, I, I never know what to call our people, right? Because a lot of our clients, but we also have members in our tribe and, and all of them, you know, we do a lot of live events at masterminds also. So people come out and we meet them in person and, and then they become my friends and then we're texting and hanging out. So I never know what to call people, but it's, uh, right. but nonetheless, you know, we, I love talking to people about this stuff and it's all about creating those win-win situations. If we can solve something in your life, it's going to create a win-win situation. And, and by the way, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but outside of like our, our live masterminds and training events that we do in person, all the stuff that we do, the consultations, our trainings, all this stuff is free. Uh, so we give our best stuff away for free, just a business model that I've always loved and that we've stuck with. And even when COVID came and we all went virtual, we started doing these Zooms and everything like that. It's almost like we almost meet each other without meeting each other, but we love giving our best stuff away for free and we love creating those win-win situations. So I look forward to working with anybody and talking with you guys into the future. That's awesome. Yeah, I love anything that's free. So I'll be sure to check that out as well. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, Share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.